When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug Sprinthal. What do you think of that intro? That was great. Thank you very much. Uh, This is a coronavirus guest shortened show. Andrew Mm -hmm. Walzer was going to step in, but when we get back from the commercial break, I'll explain why he was called away. It's actually a very interesting story. And our good friend, Officer Dave, has uh, uh, agreed to pinch hit, and he's going to be calling in about 1230. So got a lot to talk about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. I like it. Thank you. I sent Andy a bunch of bumper music so I could put this on uh, YouTube. Ah, yeah. This is me and the missus. Actually, my daughter playing saxophone. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, Dougie Sprinthal, Car Selling Secrets, special guest... Officer Dave. Well, I tell you what, we'll pretend in the first segment that I'm Andrew Walzer. Okay, so ask me a question. Okay, uh, so what are you doing with the payment protection program? Could you explain that? I'm not worried about that. I'd just like to point out that if it weren't for Tom Bernard, we'd have huge problems. Actually, I, I tell you, the Walzer to you thing, it, it sounds like a commercial, but it, it worked better than we thought it was going to, let's say that, and it, uh, it's going to help us get through some tough times. To give you some numbers... Uh, of what the overall market's like. They haven't released all the manufacturers, but uh, Toyota was down 
between Toyota and Lexus, uh, about 40%. Lexus was down 47, and I think Toyota was down 35. Uh, Honda was down 45%. I mean, it, it, this is, and especially when you consider this, um, the first half of the month actually was pretty strong. They, we, if you remember, they canceled the auto show, I think, going into the final weekend, and that was the beginning of things starting to really slow down. So we were... You know, these are tough times, but we were pleased with the results, and, and this is going to continue for a while. But I was talking to Andrew last night, and he says, I'm, I'm really apologize for not calling you back. I've been working on this uh, uh, paycheck protection program through the government. It's going to be like cash for clunkers. And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about this. And he explained it to me, and I was talking to Sarah about it, and she knew more about it than he did because the church is doing this. So here's the deal. Uh, the government has set aside $350 billion for um, small companies under 500 employees to apply for basically loans to cover the payroll for eight weeks. And if they don't lay people off, uh, then they get to keep the money. It's $350 billion. Um, Love it. So think about – So, but here's the interesting thing. Um, I was going to connect Andrew up with Bilski. You, you, as, as a business, you have to file through an SBA-associated uh, bank. So in other words, you get the loan. It's backed by the federal government, but it comes through the bank. It's, it's really complicated. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not an attorney. I don't understand all this stuff, uh, but, it, but it's really interesting what's going on. Obviously, $350 billion sounds like a lot of money, but when you when you consider how many businesses and nonprofits, Sarah's uh, had gone to a webinar for the uh, for the Catholic churches about this very very thing to get some funding to keep the uh, the churches going. Uh, they're going to crush the system. This is exactly what happened in Cash for Clunkers. The, if, for those of you that remember, initially they were going to set aside a billion dollars in accelerated rebates that people could trade in old fuel-efficient cars if they bought a new one under a certain mileage thing. And Ray LaHood, who was the Secretary of Transportation, I think, at the time, and honestly kind of a moron, you know, it was oh. came out in September. He says, yeah, this should go through the end of the year. And I'm thinking to myself, mm. we're going to blow through this in about four or five days. And it was a complete catastrophe. Uh, on the back end, it was a great thing for consumers. But they turned around because it was so successful and positive is that they refunded the thing with another couple billion dollars. And I think that took us as car dealers about two weeks to go through. So I can see something very similar happening to this with the Paytech, Paycheck Protection Program. It's an interesting idea. Uh, you know, and it's it, it's popular to pick on Trump and pick on Pelosi and Schumer and all these people, and some of it probably is deserved. But this is a really complicated program, and you think about it, they threw it together in about a week. So, yeah, the reason Andrew couldn't make it in today is he's working with uh, some of the bigger banks that we use to make. He says, you know, I want to I want to make sure that we're in the front of the line, not the back of the line, because at some point, right. $350 billion is going to run out. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yikes. He should line it shoulder to shoulder with Bilski. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, well, I, you know, I told him, I says, you know, if VOA is too slow, uh, I can connect you. And I don't, you know, this is, I, apparently it's not a big money maker through, for the banks. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's t- something to do, I guess. So there again, I don't want to... Uh, outkick my coverage. I don't really understand. This is a very, very technical uh, thing. But 
Um, the reason I asked Andrew, I says, well, we've got, you know, a couple thousand employees. And they said, well, they've got regulations in there for franchises, which Sarah is works for a particular church that's part of a diocese. But because they all have different LLCs, they actually get to apply each individual business for this money. So we'll see if it works. It'll, it, it should help take a, at least a temporary bite out of some of, some of the unemployment. Uh, because I guess they measure what your payroll size was comparable period in 2019 versus now. And there's restrictions on, you know, you can't, I think the income cap that you can use to do your calculation is $100,000. So if you've, you've got employees mm -hmm. that are making way more than that, chances are at some point they'll get a salary comp cut back, um, but the, the government would still fund it that way. This is really complicated. If you're interested in learning more, just uh, Google the Paycheck Protection Program. It's, uh, there's a lot of information out there on the Internet. So that's why Andrew can't come in. I've heard a lot of phony baloney excuses, but having the, the CEO of the company trying to find ways not to have to lay people off or fire him, I'm all in favor of that, yeah. sir. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Semi-good news from uh, the headline of the Star Tribune today. Hospitalizations rise as Minnesota COVID-19 infections hit 742, but only one more death, thank God. There's only been one more death. Uh, oh, in the last 24 hours, I did find out. I talked about it on the. I don't want to talk to say the guy's name, or or whatever. But um, I found out yesterday the first person uh, that I know that has COVID-19 has been in the ICU for two weeks. Oh no! Uh, yeah, so it's not looking too good. But uh, I'll just call him Terry the Irishman. That's the name I'll use for him. But he's the kind of guy. He's he's a he's from Boston. He's an Irish guy from Boston. His name is Terry. Don't want to say his last name, but there are only like five or six Irish names anyway. So it's got to be one of those. You know, it's got to be O'Shannon or you know, yeah, Lipschitz. Very famous. But he's a guy. He's a guy. And here's exactly how Terry is. Is why I like him so much. You go. Hey, Tommy, how you doing? How's everything going? You, you having a good day? A, look at this jack-off over here. Hey, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that was the guy. He goes from saying hello to you and what a wonderful guy you are to the guy next to him just pisses him off. He'd like to kill him. <laughs> That's kind of standard Bostonian behavior. <laughs> I mean, let's not is, forget it? that it was our forefathers that got drunk, dressed up as Native Americans, and threw a whole crap load of tea into the harbor. <laughs> That is absolutely true. They did indeed. I, I just, uh, it made me very, very sad to hear that. So first, of course, the first person, because I, I, Catherine thinks that Alex may have had COVID-19. Sure seemed like uh, it. Way back uh, before the first of the year, which we didn't even know about at the time, but she was very, very sick for, for several weeks, right? Mm -hmm. She had the dry cough, the fevers, and everything. Wow. She had the whole deal, so maybe she had it, but... The first person I find out that I know has it for sure is in ICU. He's been in intensive care now for two weeks, How which old is, is not he? a good sign. He's uh, about my age. Hmm. That's interesting. 45? He's in his 60s. So. Yes, he's 45. Yep, 45. That's exactly right. I have a question. Maybe Andy would probably know the answer to this. Not that you wouldn't, but if if some mm, somebody like my feelings. Uh, Alex ha you think she had it back in January and she's obviously fine now is there a way to test mm -hmm. yeah antibody there tests is, there is okay yep. 
<clears throat> so oh, really? She, so you could find out if she, she had it. Yeah. She actually. She tried to figure out that out, and yeah. nobody would help her. She They're suggested like, what? it. What? We don't but, care. Well, I mean, you. yeah, technically, there's no real reason to do an antibody test. Well, but maybe. Well, I there mean, actually this, would be if, because they could collect her blood and help other people. Well, you can't put mm-hmm. antibodies mm-hmm. in other people. Yeah, well, but that's it's what that they're doing. They're taking plasma therapy that they're yeah. using on some people. Yeah, but I don't. Which know. is, I mean, it kind of works. That's what they did with the Spanish flu. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. problem is, I mean, for one, you got to use a lot of blood to make it when right. other drugs are a lot cheaper and easier to find. You know, there's already some promising, uh, you know, uh, drugs out there that look like they might work. So, you know, <laughs> why go to something that's going to? We're all, we already have a shortage of blood, and we always do, and we probably always right. will. But so why use it up to cure if the If they can identify people, possibly like Alex, that are because they've had it and fought it off or immune, right? Um, these people might come in pretty handy. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's what they do is study people's blood, right? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, just things. doing stuff. Yeah. Even Well, that's what know, she said. A lot she, of the she staffing said, at hospitals is, is relatively, yeah. uh, it oh, doesn't, yeah. you know, you're moving people around in and out of wards and all that sort of stuff, basic yeah. admin stuff that you could, you know, could pick up. I, I think that, so it's good to know. You're, you're sure that there'd be a way to find out. There's some tests that are yeah. available. They apparently didn't really feel like it was worth finding out if she was immune or not. I guess, I mean, well, for one, the testing centers are all so swamped. Yeah. It's like they're testing yeah. for people who are actually sick right. before anything. But No, yeah. that is absolutely true. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody's right that uh, in three weeks uh, by the, well, it's not even three weeks anymore. It's 18 days now. Uh, they're talking about around the 20th of April. Maybe we'll see. This thing start to turn around. I mean, obviously, it, the problem that we have here is that China is lying through their teeth. Yeah. But American media, for some reason, believes every word they're saying and thinks they're just wonderful. Yeah, I don't know what this is all about. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. You get that? It's crazy. What was really funny, though, is two weeks ago, remember we were talking two weeks ago about the numbers can be moved to wherever you want to put them, and I guarantee you China's going to do it. That was before they did it. And now, of course, we uh, we predicted that. Because it's a, they're doing exactly what we thought they'd do. You can make numbers say any, well, as you know, Doug. Right. You can make numbers say anything you want to. Yeah, you, you wonder if they're not doing it to try to salvage their economy and just yeah. say, oh, yep, yep, it's, yep. Uh, the curve's yeah, over, we're fine, everybody good. go back to work. Well, I'd like to know why they opened up theaters and everything, and now they've closed them again. If, yeah. you, if you beat it, why are they closed again? Hmm does seem fishy. But nobody asked that question. Nobody yeah. nobody asked that question on CNN, on MSNBC, on any of the... Well, when are they going to stop I really this? do think that this all has to do with just this enormous hatred of Trump. Yeah, they it's just hate him, Anything that he does, they just... They cannot let it go. And China must be better than America because he's the president. Yeah, I suppose. I really do think that there's just some sort of disconnect in the world right now with this hatred of him. I mean, geez, hate anybody that much, whatever. First of all, wouldn't you do the exact opposite and just go out there and say, hey, look, you know, we need to get together. It's This is a quality election. We need to elect a quality guy. And they go out and get Joe Biden, who, to me, is Donald Trump part two. I mean, they're the same kind of guy. They both love to run their mouths. Have you ever noticed that? 
Yeah, a little bit. I, you know, you're not. You're oh, never going to find an introvert anymore that's going to become president. Uh, no, no, that's very true. That that is true. I guess Jimmy Carter was the last one, and he probably will be the last one ever. I I guess. Yeah. And poor Jimmy Carter spent his entire presidency fighting off Walter Mondale's nut job ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota's own. Walter's a big fan of mine. I know that. Mm. But anyway. Actually, I did vote for him, though. Was it 1980 or 84? Well, yeah, we kind of Oh, you mean when Reagan went 49 and 1? Yep. Yeah, that was the time. Had to carry one state (laughs) just to represent. (laughs) That was the time. That was an actual landslide. Everybody's saying that, oh, "Oh, Trump will win in a landslide. No, no, it'll be 1 or 2% either side of the middle. But, but, yeah, 84, was that was a... That was a whooping. Uh, it's probably the biggest landslide in U.S. history. Yeah, it might have been. Well, other than Washington. Well, yeah, I suppose. I although I don't think that anybody, was a landslide. I don't he think was on anybody actually ran against yeah. him. So. He didn't. That's true. We'll take a break and be back. Got a special guest coming up next. Car Selling Secrets with Dougie. Yeah, baby. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XChat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. I have a question for Doug. Yes. Oh, Catherine's got a question for Doug. Here we go. Fire away, Does Catherine. Toyota make a convertible? Uh, no, not anymore. Is there one in the works? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I can find out. Oh, one of their okay. other brands probably does. Oh, I just thought maybe they did. Convertibles have, have yeah. really fallen by the way, yeah. wayside, other than the ultra-luxury ultra stuff. Um, yeah. And Ford, of course, the Mustang. Yeah, the days of everyone owning a convertible yep. are uh, long over. 
pretty much over. I got to tell you guys something, Andy. You, you've been there many times, and Doug, you've eaten at Morton's before, haven't you, Doug? In other markets? Yeah, yeah, a couple of times. Beastie, we won downtown Minneapolis. It's not there anymore, but unfortunately, it's not there anymore. Oh, but is it? Huh? Yeah, it's not there. But Catherine and I went to Morton's last night because you can pick up food, but they have tables outside. So basically, you can just, they won't serve you outside, but you can go sit at the tables out on the sidewalk and eat if you yeah, want. Yeah, and they won't give you any drinks. Won't give you any drinks, anything like that. It's a fate worse than <clears throat> Catherine death. Catherine and I. <laughs> oh, drinks. Catherine and I each went over there last night and had this, it had to be a half pound hamburger, wasn't Jake. it? Gigantic. Gigantic hamburger with fries, delicious meal at Morton's. Guess how much the bill was? A lot. 110. That's what I guessed. Andy, you said a lot too? Yeah, I would say about that. Two half pound hamburgers, all the fixings, french fries. $22. Wow. Wow. $11 for a giant whatever prime hamburger is called. Yeah. And then I just bad. got... They're sent, they just sent me my daily uh, well, email. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Morton's a Steakhouse. Come on in today. Filet day is here. A filet and french fries, $14. Wow. <laughs> and by the wow. way... Well, if you buy a bottle of wine, it's 50% off. They've only got two guys working there, and all they're doing is takeaway. Yeah. Yep. So there's like a guy taking the orders and a guy cooking. Now's so that's the it. They're just, I think they're just trying to keep these guys employed, I'm maybe. Sure, yeah. I don't even know. Either that, yeah, or they're just trying to blow the meat out before it goes Yeah, bad. really. There's, there's that. They probably don't freeze it. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We have Officer right Dave about that. on the phone, by the way. Officer Dave, you ever eaten at Morton's Steakhouse? I have not. It's, I, but the way you you're talking, I'm getting really hungry now. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, my God, their food is so good. It's it unbelievable. It's really good. <clears throat> it's really good. But I would say this. Uh, Catherine and I got the two hamburgers and fries. Again, half-pound hamburgers. Total of 22 bucks. <laughs> I think I looked at Catherine and I said, I think the lowest uh, check I've ever gotten from Morton's before this one was about 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> Close. Oh. <laughs> she goes, well, Happy close. birthday, Catherine, by the way. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, very nice. It's Catherine's mother's birthday today, unfortunately. Yes, uh, passed away last week. Yep, oh, she almost made that. it. My condolences. Yep. Thank you. So, Officer Dave, you've become a legend on the KQ Morning Show now. Yeah, oh boy. When are you going to tell <laughs> Officer <laughs> Dave to come to... They want you to either come, they want you to come to actually both Nashville and Key West, so they want you to come oh, down so they can hang out with you. Uh, I don't know about that. They do. Come on, no. get off your ass. I'm Let's just go. A regular Hanyuk. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, Doug, Andy, and I are too. So what's the difference? I, what okay. I want to know anyway. is what's what's it out like? What's it like out in the streets right now? What are you seeing? It is incredibly quiet right now. Um. We get a, a little flash of uh, something here and there, um, but really there's not much going on. A lot of people are actually following kind of the, what Governor Walls has said. Um, we're not supposed to stop anybody for being outside. You know, we're still we're not in marsh under martial law. People yeah. can still come and go. So you know that's fine. Go out, run, come and go, do your thing. Um, unfortunately, though, for us, it's kind of like. You really want to risk a, a possible uh, exposure to corona for a verbal warning? Yeah. You know, oh, so we're kind of right. yeah. letting, 
kind of letting a couple of things go, and it's just like, ah. Can't you just blast? Uh, can't you just blast them over the PA? Kind of street could, shame yep. them right in their front yard. I thought you were going to say blast yeah. them with the water hose. For <laughs> that too. Uh, I'm not a firefighter dog. I don't have a water hose with. Me. That was Andy. Uh, you don't I have just the, said you don't the PA have system. <laughs> you don't have the crowd dispersal unit. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, I just, Melissa I and I people disperse. Actually, saw a car chase earlier this week. Really? Ooh, yeah. Fun. Some idiot, you know, a cop went behind him, turned the lights on, and he sped away. And then he drove home with the cops chasing him. Like, <laughs> we actually saw him, like, go to his oh. house. So, I don't know what he's thinking there. My first wife got a DUI <laughs> in our garage. That's no. a long story. Yikes. I'm guessing she wasn't in the garage beforehand. Yeah, no. He just followed her right in and knocked on oh the door. Oh, my God. That's considered the uh, either hot pursuit or hot on the heels. Mm. Hot it on was the a heels? hot pursuit because there was like four units after him, which yep. it was yep. it was a low-speed really? chase, but still. Yeah, that would, you know, like Andy's, Andy's yours would be a pursuit. Um, Doug, your first wife, would probably be a hot on the heels. She just refused to stop Kaufman because that allows him to go onto the property to mm. continue the investigation. Yeah, it was not a fine night in the household. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can make an announcement. I've never gotten a DUI in my life. What do you think of that action? Well, I'm that's, in the same club. rarity awesome. in Minnesota. <laughs> it might be a rarity in Minnesota, actually. Should you have gotten a no? No! What are you talking about? Wow. Boy, what a bunch of fine people I'm on. I know, right under the bus. Sorry, had to say it. All right. All right. Okay, Officer, All right, Officer Dave, I've got to ask you one more question, and I'll get the hell out of the way because it's car selling secrets. And Doug no, is the host. Keep going. This is a freewheeling show. I just like, I want your take on the psychotic call by the chief of police in Seattle, Washington. Did you hear about it? Tommy, I did. I heard you talk about mm -hmm. that this morning. I actually oh. tried to text, in, text into the show, but it didn't make it on. Seattle has oh, lost more, more officers than any other department in the nation, simply for the way the politicians treat the officers. They do not support them one bit and the reason is chief carmen Best. what a show she's psychotic she is out of her mind <laughs> seattle's the last you place know, on earth i'd want to be a cop yeah. oh, give me a siberia gig so before many. that yep they've lost so many officers they have to have the the uh, pierce county and all the other ones out there help out and respond to calls because hey, tell that uh, woman on your on your radio there to stop interrupting you. One <laughs> Adam Twelve. Adam Twelve. <laughs> I try Sorry. to keep it down Sorry. as much as I possibly can. Uh, you got to do so. your job, man. You got to do your job. Can't turn it off though. So. <laughs> Couldn't believe but, it. I just could not believe it. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, and all for all all the coppers out there, it's like, oh, we see these how they're going and how they're just getting shafted by the politicians, and there's nothing we can do. Yep. Yeah, Walks true. up and quit. <clears throat> yep. That's, you know, in, in Minnesota, being Minnesota, and our 
retirement is really the only reason to do this job. So yeah, and to, yeah, I can to see that. Stay in this job. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just not worth it. Hard sometimes though. So Dougie, what do you got? I got nothing. <laughs> well, it's your show. It's the end of the show. Well, it was, Dave was nice enough to call in. He texted me. He goes, hey, I can fill in. So he's like, you know, when Johnny Carson would go on break, he's like the Joan Rivers of car selling secrets now. Hey, I'll mm. take that. That's a compliment. <laughs> I love Joan Rivers. I thought she was fabulous. <laughs> Phenomenal. I actually do have a procedure question that my uh, sure. friend and I were discussing a few weeks ago. Sure. My uh, well, uh, friend. <clears throat> well, it was Alex Gerard. Um, do you, well, for one, do you still call things by their code or do you just do plain talk with the crime now? Do you still call plain things like, oh, you, with, there's no more, talk with the crime. no more 316 nope. on Parker or whatever? No, no more 211 in progress. Yeah. What no. was the upside to that system? Uh, scanner traffic, try to throw off the people who listen on scanner. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. I suppose. Although you can look it up nowadays, so I guess... Pretty much. Well, the, the next thing is, is a lot of departments ran different. You know, their codes are completely different. Yep. Los Angeles was different from San Francisco. Yeah. And, you know, New York had its own. Minneapolis had its own. Um, nowadays, it's all just plane traffic. You know, like one of one of my comrades right now was on a PD accident, so a property damage accident. Mm. That's two cars got in a fender bender. That's it. Uh. That makes more so, sense. I feel like it would be yeah. very difficult to uh, keep track of all those codes. I, I remember uh-huh. when L.A. Nick used to play uh, those 911 calls. My favorite one was, and I'll, I'll get, you'll, Tom, you probably remember this, and I'll get the there's story. There's a bunch on there that are just. Slightly wrong, but uh, dispatch is talking to a, a patrol unit, and he's kind of giving him the, the cop his choice of two calls. He, it was like. You know, we've got a break-in on uh, 34th and Emerson, and then we've got a guy at uh, 24th and Gerard dressed up as a yep. goat with a sword running through a playground. <laughs> and the cop goes, I'll take the crazy goat. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that, yes. I'll take the crazy goat. <laughs> what a job. Yeah. What a career. That's all I know. It's, it's what a fun, career. yeah. Hey, at least you get so, to get out of the house. That's true. This is true. Uh-huh. They they deem to be essential, essential, whatever. So I get to escape once in a while. Yeah. So I understand that crime is way down, like way down. It is. Way, uh, uh, drinking way is way down. Drug use is way down. Uh-huh. So I guess all we have to do is terrify the people to make them behave. So that's good. <laughs> well, how long have you been saying that, Tom? We got to. Open a fire. Oh, I didn't say that. Wait. <laughs> uh, no, you've been saying that for Not a long quite. time. you got to intimidate them. Scare them. You do have to scare people. or th- th- Some people are not smart enough to do the right thing unless they're scared. I'm sorry, but it's exactly. true. You know, they... And I, and I said... Oh, good. I said they, 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 the states allowed liquor stores to be open, and a lot of people are kind of mad about that. It is interesting. But some people say, well, the reason for that is they, you know, they shut them down within a week or so, there'd be a bunch of people going That's through withdrawal true. and they'd clog yeah. up the hospitals. Exactly. Oh. A bunch of DTs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly what we've heard, too, that that's the reason they're open. Well, God, I heard a statistic I, that's like 
It's something like 50% of all liquor sales go to alcoholics who, like, they're physically dependent on the drink. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really? ridiculous amount of alcohol is sold just because of severe alcoholism. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. think most most bars, if they didn't have their core group of alkies, oh yeah, I don't know oh that's a, it's alkies. It's true. Alkies, that's nice. I mean, they're there every single day, spending every single dime they have on drinks. See, when you're when you're like that, wouldn't it be fiscally more responsible to just like buy a gallon of vodka and you know go home? Oh, it's sad drinking at home alone. I think, well, I think it's not you're that drinking bad. a lot. You want. <laughs> <laughs> you try it. Oh, that's nice. Give it a whirl. Start an IV and flip on Bob's Burgers and watch the hours just drift by. I won't even know you're doing it. <laughs> Love it. It's all you do. Oh. All you do is deliver the good news, man. That's all I know. All. Oh, got to take a break here, Dougie. Yeah, we do. And we'll be back with a final okay. segment of Car Selling Secrets. We'll have to make up what we're going to talk about. All Maybe right. we can stay away from the virus for 15 minutes. That'd be nice. I like it. Are we uh, keeping uh, Dave on? Dave, do you want to stick around, or do you got to go? If you, if you guys want to put up with me, I'd love to All hang right, around. All right, Joan Rivers, you're on. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back after this exciting announcement. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hi, it's Tom. The CDC says cancers associated with overweight and obesity make up 40% of cancers diagnosed in the U.S. The CDC also tells us that people with heart disease, diabetes, and lung disease carry increased risk of complications from the coronavirus. We know that losing excess weight improves our health, our heart, and can reverse type 2 diabetes. Do what I did. Lose 20 to 40 pounds or more with help from my friends, Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimos. Become healthier before summer gets here. Ultimate makes it quick and easy. Plus, they are strong science certified for being safe and effective. To help you get healthy in this time of crisis, Ultimate is giving all clients 25% off for a limited time. Plymouth, Edina, and Woodbury. Start today by scheduling an immediate consultation. Call Ultimate Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimost. 763-333-7337, 763-333-7337, or go to ultimatewl.com. That's ultimatewl.com. I thought that was going to be, to, 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 give me a ticket for an airplane. Nope. But it wasn't. It's uh, rock on. Part one and two. Oh, rock on. Did oh, you record the projector sound yourself? Yeah. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh. You have a projector? Yep. Wow. Anyway, we're Was back with Car Selling oh, Secrets, so and I don't have anything to talk about car-wise, uh, but I do have a question for everybody. I was reading this morning that Major League Baseball is considering playing games without fans in the stands. What do you think about that? Really? Bad idea. You think it's a bad idea? You think so? 
Yeah, baseball's dying anyway. And I hate to say that because I'm a huge baseball fan. I love the Twins, but baseball is dying. Have you watched the most really recent is. episodes of Brockmire? No, I have not, no. It's, you, you like it because the last season was terrible. It was all hookers and blowers. Terrible. Terrible. Just awful. Unwatchable. He finds out that he has a uh, daughter. I think she's part Vietnamese or something. And it's set in the future, the year 2030, and it's sort of a dystopian America, and baseball is falling apart. And the owners talk him into becoming the commissioner. It's pretty funny, and it's oh, very God. different than the last season. So if you have a little Good, spare we'll time on your hands, give it a shot and let me know what you think. You're a very funny guy. Spare time on my hands. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I was going to be busy looking out the window today, but now I, I have other things to yeah, do. Yeah, that's right. Brock yeah. I think it, it, it might be interesting. I I can't think of anything more boring, and I've, I've, I've found myself doing it a couple times, watching old golf tournaments. You know, like the yeah, last year, are. typewriter open. You know, at least show the mm-hmm. Masters or maybe some really classic ones. Uh, you know, go back to the 60s, pull out the Jack Nicholas tapes and all that sort of stuff. That would be kind of fun to watch. But you wonder, these poor sports people, they don't have anything to do right now. Right. No, no doubt about that. So, you, you watch a lot of television, Officer Dave? Uh, not not a lot of broadcast TV. Um, more of the, the cable networks and whatnot. So, are you under 40? <laughs> I am actually not. I am over 50. Wow, you don't You're look over at, 50? I, w- I would have guessed Man, you, you were about over 42 or 43. Oh. That's what ha- no. happens, Tom, when you... Work out all the you time. Take care of yourself. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens 52. when you don't play him. You're 52. Oh, so we're going to lose you in a few years, huh? No, you're not. Retirement age, baby. Well, I'll get there, but I don't know if I'll be able to afford to go or not. <laughs> okay. I got, yeah, I got we'll started a little late. Oh. I'll probably die, never die, in the, die in the vest. You know what they say? <laughs> well, yeah, we don't want to hear we about that. We thought the show was more of it at the beginning. Yeah, no, I'm not that way, guys. I'll just have to work till I'm old. Well, I, I, well, I think to. based on what happened in the last <laughs> week or two, it's going to be a big club. <laughs> You're not going to be the only one. I actually, it was funny. I got a call yesterday from the closer, uh, Shelly, the general manager of KQRS. She goes, I have a question for you. I've been thinking about this. And I said, yeah, what? What's up? And she goes, you know, you got, you signed that new deal and you got, you know, seven and a half years left or whatever it is. And I said, yeah, I know. So that's, I'll be around uh, to the very end, seven and a half years. She goes, well, that's what I want to talk to you about. Would you have any interest, like, after that of doing, like, a few hours a day? Uh, I'm like, that's seven and a half years from now, <laughs> at which point I'll be a, a little older than most people. Although, the Here's the new one from there Foghat. An <laughs> you'll be, Here's you'll the Foghat, <laughs> wonderful song. You'll be but then, of course, they th- Yeah. <clears throat> That's exactly what they said. Is Sid's 100. What's your argument? Oh, my God. He did just turn 100. <laughs> he did. He turned 100 two weeks ago. Still going. Uh-oh. We love you, Sydney. Tommy. Sydney I'll hurt. still be listening to you, I promise. Thank you. You know, I, I will tell you one thing that it's just unbelievable. I, you know, actually, it's a good thing to talk about uh, with, with, you know, Doug being here, too. <clears throat> and I've already talked to Michael Bryan about it and Bilski and people like that. You know, Steve from Sabre, we talk about it, Pete, Dr. Pete, all these people. Um, that our listeners at KQRS 
love the fact that, and it, it, these are, they can tell they're not fake friendships. Like if Doug and I weren't really friends, I wouldn't pretend to be his friend. What the hell would I do mm-hmm. that for, right? You certainly would so have love given the, me that beautiful 1954 Fender Stratocaster that's hanging in my office. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. I would never have done that if I didn't like you. It's give. Give. <laughs> <laughs> give. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> You haven't gotten Andy the bill yet? <laughs> Send it to the <laughs> But But that's the one thing I am very, very proud of, the fact like you just mentioned, Officer Dave, you'll always listen. Our listeners are incredibly, incredibly loyal people, and they do love the fact, and they will go out. If Walzer is on, they will buy a Walzer car. They will put their money in North American banks. They will hire Michael Bryant as their attorney. I mean, it's amazing. Saber Plumbing, he said... They got so much business, they don't know what to do with it. Uh, it's yeah, amazing. I can attest to that. They're uh, looking for employees. They tell you about the time that I met Steve and his, what's his wife's name? Tatiana. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was at uh, uh, Murray's. They were having a party for you after the, yep. the, the yep. Broadcasting Hall of Fame induction. And he, I think Pat introduced him to me, and he goes, oh, you're the guy that's been advertising with Tom for a long time. He goes, you know what do you think of that? And I said, you know, quite honestly, we're getting ready to cancel. It just doesn't work very well at all. And, and, the, and the look on his face, he's like, I said, dude, I'm just jacking with you. It's, it's wonderful. Oh, that's great stuff. Because <laughs> I think Pat had just signed him up, and I really did it to take a shot at Pat. Yeah, you got to take a shot at Pat. There's no question. I am finding out something else, Officer Dave and, and, and Andy and Doug and Catherine. Um, clients, like advertisers, are calling me going, what did you do? And I said, what are you talking about? They said, like, I'm getting calls from other shows now that are thanking me for my business. What the hell did you start? I said, you think they finally figured out how business works? That you should be grateful for people who support you? Gee, maybe you finally figured that out, huh? I've never understood that about radio and TV people. They they're, they don't, oh, I don't want to spend any time with my clients. I don't want to talk to the clients. You know, they that's great, but that's not my job. That's a salespeople's job. Well, you could show some gratitude, don't you think? Now, if you could cut ties with the Cars for Kids guys, I'd be okay with that. I can't stand that jingle. You don't like the jingle? I don't uh, know what that's all about. <clears throat> that's Screw good. the kids. It's a good thing. I know, it is a good thing. It's yeah. just they needed, they needed better tunage. And I'm sure that's a national thing anyway, right? The, look out the window or yeah. something else while that's going on. I honestly, I just <laughs> well, I, that's I usually turn it off. I shouldn't say that, but I do. Only for a minute, then I come back up. Oh, well, thank you so much. One thing I can always depend on, though, and it's absolutely true, I can make a comment about Doug, and I will get a text message about 10 seconds later. I listen to the show, especially you now. Do. You I listen to like every a, minute of the show. Well, I, yeah, lately I have been. You, but even when things were normal, I would usually tune in for about an hour, hour and a half a day because I, I honestly enjoy it. I think it's fun. And it is Wonderful. different because I know everybody, but it's. Uh, but before I knew all you guys, I'd listen to it about that much anyway. Exactly. Although I will, I did I, I will be completely honest with you. There was a time that I was not a big fan of uh, your approach on the morning show. This probably had to be the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And the only reason mm-hmm. that I listened was to listen to Mike Gelfand give you crap. I oh, Gelfand's phenomenal. He was, he, that guy is so sneaky fast. I mean, he can throw a fastball right by, and you go, 
Did he just make fun of me? I didn't, didn't really he's catch so, that. He's got that dry wit. Oh, all of a sudden, what the? What did you just rip me? What the heck? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just great. Matter of fact, oh, good news perfect. for you that as soon as we get we get a new program director, I'm going to ask Mike to come back on the show. Are you really? That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So are you going to do, does, is this but... going to be a midnight to 4 a.m. thing? Or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he a bit of a night owl, owl, isn't he? He doesn't, doesn't get up till 10 p.m., but other than that, <laughs> no, I'd love to have Mike back. Mike and I uh, had a lot of fun working together. Hanging out with him is unbelievable. But that whole thing, to tell you the truth, looking back on it, that was brought on by management because they thought, hey, you know, we got to take some positions. So I ended up being the bad guy in those deals. Uh, remember I just mentioned to you that I actually voted for Walter Mondale, which was only six years be- or before that or whatever, a couple of years before I came on the Cakey Morning Show. But they thought it would be interesting if he took his, you know, ultra-liberal position and I became conservative, which I wasn't wild about doing. Not that I don't like conservatives. Look, I like I like liberals and conservatives. I don't like the far left and the far right, and I've made my my point about that many times. I don't like those extreme there, positions yep. where, yeah, if, if you don't agree with me, I hate you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, but I will it, uh, disagree with you occasionally, but yeah, that'll happen. I'll call you. I'll call right to your face and say I don't know if I fully agree with that, but. So Explain I, to me how I can teach me. Teach me how I can be different. I, I didn't well, realize that head. management set set that up in those. And, and I don't remember if it was the early 90s for sure. It just, you know, it seems like it, it was, was something like that. Uh, you know, it, was it the early 90s? Might have been. Uh, yeah, it might have been. I, I don't even remember the whole situation. You know what it, it did do, and I've not talked much about this. You know what it did do, having me take that position? Hmm destroyed my voiceover career Mm -hmm. destroyed it and i'm talking about nationally yeah because they're like we can't have a conservative guy being our voiceover guy and i never realized it was that fake you know oh you have to agree with our politics or we can't hire you it's like what well that's that was my first experience it's a good thing there was no money in voiceover (laughs) yeah yeah, that uh, that wasn't a hit at all. I got to be very honest with you. That uh, that that wasn't painful at all. Yeah, great. Yes. To this day, but then to tell you through shortly after that, I would say probably 2005, all the movie stars decided it was was no longer beneath them to do commercials, so yep. they took all the business anyway. So one it didn't really matter. One of the yeah. worst ones I ever heard, and this is during the recession. Uh, Honda National Ad Agency, and I can't remember who their house was, they hired Kevin Spacey to voice Honda ads. And oh, you'd yeah. watch these things, and you'd, you'd honestly want to just shoot yourself. They were so depressing mm-hmm. by the time he got done. I'm like, couldn't you, why did you think that he would be a good fit to sell cars? It was terrible. Well, worst example in that was Oldsmobile, who was their last voiceover guy. Oh, I don't remember. Oldsmobile. I think it drove him out of business to tell you the truth. Yeah. But, uh, let me do it and see if I can do an impression of him. You need to buy an Oldsmobile. Maybe Sylvester Stallone then? Sounds like you when yep. you're drunk. Sylvet- <laughs> oh, well. Boy, look at the time. It's about time Wait, to wrap good thing there's a here. lot of space between you and Doug. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're <laughs> states apart. It's a different show. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone was their voiceover guy. Wow. Yeah, mm, I forgot all about that. You driven down the highway? <laughs> it's like, what? Tony, okay. Tony did those, but it's so good. 
Oh, Tony's phenomenal. The, the first. <laughs> you want an eight? I got you eight. Remember, he's playing Jimmy Hoffa in the movie yep. Fist. Uh, it's great that, to have yeah, Tony back. Having uh, Tony back, so having wonderful. Brian back, Candace doing a great job. It is wonderful to, guys, to be working with those are, guys again. You guys have so much fun. It's just, I, I love do. listening to how happy you are. It's just, it's I've always crazy. been overjoyed, Officer Dave. I've always been in a great mood. Now, we can, now we can hear it in your voice, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Doug, you're going to have to work for two more minutes. That's it. Then, then Car Selling Secrets will wrap up. But you got to work for two minutes. Two minutes. All right, well, let's talk a little car news. I looked this up. Almost all of the assembly plants in the U.S., and I guess this goes into Canada, are shut down. Tentatively, it looks like the majority are scheduled to either open the day after Easter or the following Monday. So I, I don't know really? if that's going to continue or not. I was kind of hoping maybe Joe from Louisville would call in or something or maybe shoot somebody a text and let us know what mm-hmm. he thinks is going on. Because Louisville, and I wrote them all down, but I, I, you know, there's 80 plants for all manufacturers. I think they're right. closed until the 14th or so. Um, It'll be, you know, that'll be a sign that things are coming back online if they do that. But I, I don't know. It's, it's too hard to call whether that'll be the case or if they're just, you know, playing wait and see and then they'll just announce further closures. The one thing well, about producing automobiles is, you know, I, I remember the first time I went to an assembly plant. I think it was 10 years ago in Alabama. They took us to a Hyundai plant. In my mind, it was an auto assembly plant was filled with people. They've got welding torches out and they're banging on stuff. That's not it at all. It's almost all robots. And then the main workers are the people, the engineers that keep the robots and the assembly lines going. And then there's some things that they still need uh, people power to do in terms of assembly. But it's, it's, it's so different than what you would think it is. If you ever get a chance to tour a car plant, I would highly recommend it. It's, the technology is fascinating. And it's surprisingly quiet. It's like, wow, I just expected it to be almost deafeningly loud in You'd here. You'd think all the bolts being yeah. put in and everything, but... It's crazy. Hmm. It is indeed. Uh, by the way, uh, Joe from Louisville sent me a message. They sent him a message, all their the people down at the Ford plant in Kentucky. Um, they don't know when they get called back to work. Okay. So, yeah, I just looked yeah, at it out of Automotive news, news, and they had... You know, plant shut down some tentative reopening dates, and I, I kind of was surprised that some of them were so soon. Uh, but we're, we're going to have to keep an eye on them, just like everything else. No doubt. All right, Pally, that'll do it. Officer Dave, thanks for being Joan Rivers. Not a problem. <laughs> that can be Not your, a problem. That'll be your new nickname <laughs> yeah, when you call yeah. into the morning show. They go, "Oh, we got Joan Rivers uh, on the line." And then the old well, then people maybe go. Maybe that's good because my na- my neighbors are starting to figure out my voice on the radio. Uh, <laughs> are they really? Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. That's good uh, for yeah. you. Big shot. <laughs> not even close, Tommy. I am not a big shot at all. Well, great having you call in. I appreciate you supporting the show and calling in and all of it, Dougie. We'll, t- we'll talk out, next man. week. In fact, I talked to Pat Eberts, and I'll be back on the morning show tomorrow, so apparently I can't remember schedules either. You're <laughs> thanks, a disaster. Thanks for joining us. Another exciting episode of Car Selling Secrets. We'll be back next week. We'll scramble up some phony baloney content and guests, and we're looking forward to it. Thank you for listening. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, everybody.